a very old African-American man with his grandson lived in the little space in the wall above the bathroom, and they would talk to me sometimes at night. <laughs> so we're all basically prostitutes. And in one form or another. When you live in a capitalist society, that's kind of what happens. So working, working is no different from prostitution. Just work, just... Well, well uh, unless it's data entry, then it's worse. <laughs> okay. Oh, come on. No, no, that way I was went a little too far there. Oh, oh, oh. so he does have limits. Oh. <laughs> Too low, Stan. Too low. Yeah. Can't blow the belt there. Mea culpa. <laughs> oh! Thanks for speaking Italian for a second. Because it triggered something in my brain. Is it mea culpa? That's, that's Latin, isn't it? It is Latin, yes. Which but, is wrong, yeah. man. Which is hey. If Fredericks wants to think in Italian, let him do it. Yes, well, it's only only because I associated it with The Godfather. Okay. And I listened to one of my favorite Zen kind of guy, but he's very relaxed and fun. And he wrote a wonderful book, which I thought of you, Cormac, and Mike, as a matter of fact. Hmm. No, that's why, 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 why did he... Stop. Rewind the tape. Okay, okay. It's called Cinema Nirvana hmm. by Dean Slider. Hmm. And I, I will put that into the... Okay. And many times I find interesting things to listen to. Hmm. Now, Dean Slider I already knew about, but I had not heard this podcast, and he talked about the Godfather and the Enlightenment teachings from the Godfather. Enlightenment teachings? Yes. Think about it. This 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 was Coppola. He said it was so obvious, and I don't know whether Coppola knew or not. Who was the main character of that movie? The Don. What was he called? The Don. Well, Michael Corleone was Vito. But but I guess he 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 became uh, he became the Don towards the end of the movie. But Don Corleone. Okay. Yeah. Is Vito. And his Vito. Vito oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Vito. And he was called God Father. Then who yeah. came next? No joke. Sonny. <laughs> it's it's a it's a bit of a stretch, but think okay. about it. And it was like the angry Jesus. And then who came? Well, and then the next guy in line is Michael the Archangel and he talks about how he goes to Italy and starts growing his hair long and becomes really you know like cool oh, yeah. and, but, I don't know about but then he returns to the United States he puts on the vestments and stuff of the establishment and he becomes evil and then oh. it was an entire critique of the Catholic yeah. Church no it well, well I, I don't know about him going to Italy and becoming cool and growing his hair long. He just and actually, <clears throat> that makes more sense as that brief talk as opposed to sitting through the three plus hours of that piece of crap. What a 
fucking piece of garbage that movie was. Mm, I don't know. Wait. And we're only 10 minutes in. Touche, Stan, touche. Yeah, I was due. Yeah, I was due. Yeah. I saw uh, PC Mike came in. Yeah, he's here now, I think. Is he? I don't hear him. I mean, he's in the chat. I don't know if he's... I'm getting some ice for my team. Okay. Mm -hmm. Dougal, take over for a bit. Yeah, Dougal. Okay. <laughs> He's not here either. <laughs> Wait, I'm muted. Okay. I'm muted. Oh. I'm here. There we go. Yeah, you, you have to take muted. over for Fredericks. So, uh, what about the uh, the Scottish referendum? What do you what do you think about that, Dougal? Being that you have such a Scottish name. Name? I'm actually friends with a guy named Dougal Lamont in Scotland on Facebook. I've never met. I just listened I, to that. We've already discussed this. Move on. But he's in favor of yes. Yeah, he's in favor of yes, and I'm I'm skeptical. I think oh. it's a bad idea. Whoa. They're gonna lose a lot of bargaining power, huh? What about the Dougal in New Zealand? Has he weighed in on this? He's still he said there was one there for... too, isn't he? Mm. Apparently. I think it's a bad idea. There you go. Why do you think it's a bad idea? Certain why. I just think it'll cost them more than... I think it'll cost them more than it will. Well, they're going to have to... A lot of emotion and stuff. Well, I mean, I mean in Canada, we have... Quebec, right? So we have we've already been through this whole argument. <clears throat> Quebec wanting to separate from Canada, so it is quite. It's, the sort of emotions are quite similar, yeah. So I guess one of the really big things is their currency. They're they're going to have to issue currency because they're not going to be allowed to use the pound. And uh, I don't know about just you can't just jump into the euro like that quickly. No, and that's actually it's a super, and that's a thing that people just don't. It's actually a thing. It's totally fundamental to how your economy works, and that people don't really understand or realize that if you don't have, if you don't trade in your own currency, you're messed up. Uh, well, you don't. You have no control, right? So that they think that the reason they want to do this is that so they can have more control and be better off. But actually, uh, but they'll have less because they can't set interest rates or anything like that, right? Right. Exactly. The same thing happened to Greece in their relationship with Germany. Somebody, some have cited like, well, look what happened with Greece. No. What are the what are the what are the poll numbers like? Butter chicken. Yeah. What's that? Butter. Yeah. Butter. Yeah. 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 It's an optical illusion. <laughs> what 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 are what are the poll numbers for for this uh, referendum then? Like, uh, oh, it's they're, it's all within. Two, pro, two points of, a, of an even split. Oh, okay. yeah, so some are saying, oh, no yes, man. two points ahead. I'm, I mean, we went through this in Canada in 1995. Like, there was a referendum. And I think it was within the margin of... There were more spoiled, there were more spoiled ballots than the margin of error. It was like Florida. Oh, man. That's crazy. Oh. oh. 
And then there's going to be all kinds of ugliness with uh, Great Britain because there's all kinds of nukes in uh, Scotland that they want out, and that's going to be a whole weird thing. And then the whole, like, dispute over oil revenues, that's going to be a whole other thing. There's a lot of other things, it seems, like, attached to all this. Somebody said the Queen made some sort of very innocuous-sounding statement, but then somebody else said, oh, that's almost like a horse's head in your bed. She said something like, the Scots ought to think very carefully about this. Yeah, it is. It's it's totally not. Yeah, no, it was. It was pretty... Actually, Bill Clinton, Clinton was at something, he, and he basically said it was a bad idea. Like, he came out, he could have, and people in Quebec really liked him, too, so he may actually have played a role in keeping Canada from splitting up. Man, that guy's got a lot of power. Hmm. I wonder why. He's got way more than George W. Wow. Uh, yeah. There's something very charismatic about that man. He's got credibility not just with the United States. Yeah. He's got it with the world. It also helps that he left the office with a high approval rating. So, I mean, he, he is much more charismatic than George Bush. Well, it seems like he has a genuineness or at least an extremely well-feigned genuineness. People buy it. So how about that Dick Cheney, huh? Bastard won't go away. He wants more war. I saw a good... It was actually on Rob Delaney's Twitter feed. He reposted a, an interview with um, Cheney from 1994. Yes, Where he said, I well, what, you know, what do you think about... Have you seen that one? About why didn't you, why wouldn't you go back it. into Iraq? Yeah. It's great. He basically lays out all the reasons. Oh, no, if you go in there, then it's just you don't know what's going to happen. If you go all the way to Baghdad, uh, you know, you've got all, you've got, and he basically breaks it down. He says, you've got these people in the south, you've got the Kurds in the north, you've got these people in the middle, you've got unstable regimes like Syria, that uh, you don't know what will happen if you get in there. It'll just, it'll, the whole thing will just start spinning out of control. <laughs> it's incredible. And he nailed it. He hit it right out of the park. That was in 94. And then by 2003, it was a good idea. Let's go in there, make things happen. Well, he was probably more invested in the Carlisle group at that time. Yes, and, you know, you. had a lot more to make off of it, you know. That's so. what I was hoping someone besides myself would mention, yes. So, so they settled the na- on, on the name of this, uh, of the... Uh, Project for the New American Century. I thought, well, is, is it ISIS or is it ISIL? I know uh, uh, Barack Obama referred to it as an ISIL, referred to it as ISIL in his speech, but it seems like it's widely, uh, well, widely called ISIS. ISIS is for the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria. ISIL is the Islamic State of Iraq and the Levant or something like that, which I think has broader implications, which is exactly what people like Lindsey Graham want you to think they have, the broadest aspirations as possible. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, it's it's part of, like, building them up to maybe being a bigger threat than they are because uh, they're increasing all sorts of security in New York and everything now because they're worried about domestic threat. I don't know. Shouldn't the fucking Saudis do something about this? They have a lot of money. Oh, they have an army. Oh, boy, Stan. I wish you had brought them up later, but since you did, i got to say. 
Bob Graham used to be the uh, governor of Florida, and then he was a senator of Florida, and he was on the Intelligence Committee when the whole 9-11 thing went down. And he read these 28 pages that got redacted from the report, and it was all about the Saudis' connection and in Florida, and it's the manifest for the airplanes and everything of the people that, well, the only people that were allowed to fly after 9-11. And he is still sworn to secrecy and cannot say what he had read. And as he said in the interview, he says, you know, I read this 11, 12 years ago. He says, so it's hard for me to recall. And he ended up writing a, a work of fiction, which the name of I don't have at the tip of my brain, but did his best to say what was happening after, but then it still had to go through the CIA. But I mean, they got the names of the people that were going in, in and out. They were in gated communities, you know. You had to have passes. And all that information is in those 28 pages. And I'm okay. So, 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 so Stan's point is that uh, why don't the Saudis do anything about, well, why aren't the Saudis doing more about this? And, I don't think I don't think the Iranians or the Saudis want this sort of disruption. Well, but, how come the Saudis uh, said that they were not going to cooperate with the United States? They just said that today, and then yeah. I, I think the Saudis are actually scared of the. They're scared of people like ISIL, right? Because they. <laughs> they I didn't even think about that until he, uh, I think it was Sunday night. And then I was like, oh, uh, like. Well, because they represent like a horrible grassroots kind of, of appeal, right? Is that actually that's the sort of people who, in party, because the there is a thread of people who are all like trying to overthrow Assad or trying to overthrow. It's what they call political Islam, right? Yes. There was a great. I may have already said this. There's a great article in the New York Times about why during Gaza, why all these Arab countries that normally would object were quiet. Yeah, and it's because they don't. It's because they don't. They don't. They they don't like political Islam because it's a threat to them, and that's true for Syria, Saudi Arabia, but all these other countries are just collapsed, right? Wow. There, there isn't well, anything there, well, or the, or the, or they the, or there are like mercenaries who just flow across the entire area. Not to cause a fight between you and Stan, but Stan said that the Arabs don't help out the Palestinians because they took the benefits from the Israelis. Did I put um, this in your mind? I think they've always been I think they've always been hard on them actually. That even when they were in Palestinians were initially driven out to Jordan, they weren't accepted pretty much. I think the analogy I made was like that uh, the Palestinians were the Mexicans of the Middle East, much as all Central and South Americans look down on Mexicans, so do all the other Arab countries look down on the Palestinians. Sarah, that makes them like the Pol the Polish people of their like the, the, the Poles or the Koreans. The way it works is that everyone looks down at at least to look down at Poland and Europe, and everyone in Asia looks down at Korea. Hey, you don't want to get me started on the Koreans, yes. but no, I, I I thought I offended everyone in two regions pretty well in one swoop there, and you know. Or in Canada, the you, you are really remarkable at that. Okay? I'm pretty offensive, yeah. yeah. We love you anyway. Some uh, of us, apparently. Really? Could I get a list? Sorry, well, kidding. It's short.
So yeah, I'm so, guessing yeah, pretty I'm much Cormod uh, and I have driven off most of the people from this Skype chat. Yeah, quite an interesting job at that. <laughs> Didn't this start out like with 30 or 40 people and now we're down to like five? Yeah, just like... Hey, I'll take half the credit for that, you know. Good stuff. Is that what your intention was coming in? Or does it just work out that way? Well, my whole life has, so it seems to follow that you know, that would be the case. Uh, where's that Corey guy? I want to hear him boo. No, I already dumped him. <laughs> he came in with like 30 people. Oh, well. Yeah. Anyways, I've got to get my flashlight. I still haven't gotten it. But I am going to be talking about uh, LBJ and uh, Kennedy in the assassination. Billy Soul Estate. Mike ought to show up pretty soon, right, Mike? Mike! Wake him up, guys! Coming. I'm up. What's up, guys? <laughs> hey, Mike. Why was I summoned? No? Is this like an odd couple? I didn't hear that. A not very odd couple. <laughs> I think that was Dougal. Uh, what's yeah. going on, guys? I heard you. Chris wanted to know if you were awake. Yeah, I'm awake. I'm finishing up my. Uh, yeah, that was me. My dinner. What is what it was? What's for dinner tonight, Mike? Yeah. Muck, muck, yeah. muck, muck butter, muck chicken. That's pretty simple. I stick to the taste. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost done, though. Well, that's all right. We'll go ahead and finish. We'll wait. No, I'm done. I'm done. Just make sure to clank the silverware so I get a good uh, audio imprint. I'm still, I'm still looking for my flashlight. <laughs> yeah, make sure you clank the silverware. Mike. I guess he doesn't have uh, any hard wiring in the uh, tent for light. Is that what's going on there? I'm not sure. Yeah, flashlight. Probably to read like his uh, his notes, I guess. Oh yeah, on LBJ. I forgot. There you go. Yeah. So, so are we still talking about ISIS or is it? So no, we're on, we're on LBJ now. Okay. Well, my my favorite LBJ story is he had one of those little German Amphicar things that you know. Mm -hmm. It was an amphibious car, but it just looked like a stupid little car. And he used to get visiting dignitaries on his ranch in the car, and he would just drive it full tilt into the lake on his property without telling them that it was also a boat. Just as he was that kind of a guy. It's a true story. That's all I got. That's all I got. So, uh, yeah, there you go. The, um... The Brian Cranston, uh, that LBJ play he was in, that's going to be made into a movie starring uh, him. Which, it should be interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> now it sounds like Fredericks is trying to open a can with a screwdriver. <laughs> That should go well. <laughs> hey, what do you know about Billy Soul Estes? You're going to tell me nothing. And Billy I'm saying Soul. that's because he was the one that was involved in the Kennedy assassination. And that's oh. why we don't, he's the missing name. 
Just some sort of conspiracy theorist. No, this is the truth. Was he an heir to a model rocketry fortune or something like that? Part of the Estes family? No, model rockets, you know, like those Bottle things. rocket. <laughs> Bottle rocket. Yeah, he was in the movie Bottle Rocket. I don't know. He was a scam artist, a flim-flam man. And he got all kinds of money by looting the federal farm programs and then paying kickbacks to the banks and the politicians, taking out thousands of sham mortgages. Then everything came crashing down in the early 60s. And then there was allegations of murder and a shockwave that went all the way up to the then Vice President, Lyndon Johnson. So I'm reading about this. What's the book you're reading? No, this is just the obituary in the old issue of the week. From May 31st of 2013. That's going in the Kennedy file. How many filing cabinets do you have, Frederick? I have three. He had made up all this stuff about it. a fertilizer factory. I got $22 million in mortgages. Then he got arrested, and four Washington officials either resigned or were fired for taking bribes. The key investigator of the case, Henry Marshall, was found dead in Texas, which my research says he shot himself five times with his own gun. It was freaky. Not a good shot. <laughs> That's determination, though. Oh, he's shooting his feet or shooting his arm? It was enough. Didn't know where the vital centers were? <laughs> so, so what's your source on this? I'm, I'm, I'm... Well, first was the week, was when I found out about the guy who died last year. And now a lot of the deep in, in information that I was getting here is from Spartacus, Educational. <laughs> Spartacus Educational. That's not very legitimate. <laughs> I am Spartacus. And I'm Educational. So why shouldn't I believe it? <laughs> I don't know. Two more deaths in uh, masses this week. Hmm. Who died? They dropped like flies. Did you kill him? Oh, wait, I think I saw you mention them on Twitter. Now, one, one of the guys I haven't seen in a while. His name, his nickname was the Sleeper, and he, he was actually uh, the first person I threw out of the bar. I actually have a second. Actually, I got like uh, four more this this Friday. I ended up spending half, pretty much my whole weekend at masses this week. Uh, one of the one of the guys got sick. The guy who uh, he does Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights, which is you know the the big the big time. And uh, he ended up in the hospital on Wednesday, last Wednesday, with cellulitis, which I didn't really know much about until he got it. But he, you know, this is the guy who, who drinks all night, and they find him in the morning at the bar still sleeping. But he hasn't been taking care of himself for a long time, so it, it finally took its toll. So he ended up in the hospital. I filled in for him on Friday night. And, um, you know... I got home from work and literally drove down there. You know, I, got, I had a message and I had about 10 minutes to get down there. And uh, so I worked all Friday night. I don't really like working at masses at night because it's different, you know, and, and you get troublemakers and stuff. And uh, this Friday night, I had a group of young guys come in. 
a woman who was there I know, she knew one of the guys. So it was busy. I mean, I, I, did, a, I did a lot of business. I made some money. Good. But um, at one point, this guy sort of told me that it, this guy slipped downstairs into the basement. Uh-oh. And I'm like, what? He knows stuff goes on. So, <laughs> so I go down there, and it's pitch black. He didn't turn the light on. And uh, I find him at the back door. And, uh, you know, he, I just said, what are you doing? And I didn't really, he didn't have an answer, you know? <laughs> Somebody somebody said that he was looking for the men's room. Masters only has one bathroom. It's uh, it's for both men and women. But uh, I don't quite buy it because you know he's if, if I was looking for a bathroom and somebody found me, wouldn't you say that's what you were doing? But he didn't say that. He just gave me this really sort of guilty look. And he was right at the door, so I was thinking maybe he was going to unlock the back door. And, you know, maybe pull some shenanigans later on. I don't know what he had in mind. But he didn't look innocent, and I didn't like the vibe I was getting from him. So I threw him out. So all his, all his buddies had to go, too. Did you take him by the collar, or did you just... No, I, I guess I, I, I was imposing enough. You know, I'm, I'm a big guy, so, yeah, you know, if, if I just sort of speak with authority... You know, people will obey me. I mean, that was kind Can of surprising. Can you play it out for us just a little bit, Mike? What? <laughs> just a little bit. You saw. You realized. Well, I was I was kind of dashing around. You know, like after I, I after we both came upstairs. You yeah, know, I but just I kinda... mean, before you came upstairs, you gotta leave, buddy. I'm well, buddy. that was pretty much yeah. I, I didn't call him buddy. I didn't call him chief or anything like that. Okay. I said you gotta leave. You gotta leave. You gotta go. Time to go. And that was it, and that seemed to work. You know, they they didn't put up a fight or anything. But they all went. Well, this is the digital age, right? So they, so they all go outside. Oh, and, and, they, and they went on Yelp and said bad things about you. <laughs> no, like I said, one of the women at the bar I knew, you know, and okay. she knew one of the guys, not the guy I I found. Okay. And they all start texting her. Oh, he's not like that. You know, he wouldn't have done anything like that, you know? Oh, no. And I'm just like, well, you know, I made a judgment call. You know, I'm sticking with it. Um, hey, just like you told me when I ran into the juggalo, you just make a judgment call sometimes. Yeah, you know, so, I mean, you know, I, I went by my gut. He didn't look like an innocent person looking for a bathroom. You know, that was... That was my... Just uh, like the juggalo looking for a quart of oil. I got gotcha. you. So what, what did you think he was doing? I think he was, he was going to unlock the door. And they could get in later. They can get in later, but if I activated the alarm, it, it would have set off the alarm. So um, I don't know what his grand scheme was. You know, I mean, I didn't check him. It's possible. It's possible he could have grabbed a, a, a pint or a half pint and stuck it down his pants and, and yeah, was looking good. for a quick exit, you know. Uh, I didn't check his pants or, or anything, you know. He didn't have a jacket on. Oh, but it's, that's making the story less interesting. Well, like, you know. The, Slowly, I put my hand at his belt line and said, do I have to do this? No, no, I, I, I didn't make that effort, you know. But uh, It wasn't worth it. It's possible. And, you know, the other scenario was the guy was really drunk. They came from another bar. He had a foreign load foreign on. Load, yes. So. And he might have just opened the door and taken a piss and come back inside. 
Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's even possible too. Yeah, there's lots of possibilities, but uh, you weren't taking any chances with. A I, I went on his 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 look, the sort of guilty look that he had when it, when I confronted him. Yeah, but if you were going to take a piss out the back door, wouldn't you have a guilty look? Well, no, I would I would just own up to it, you know. Honesty is the best policy. But so know? he didn't say anything, and like when you said you got to go, he made no protest. No, no, not at all. So that that but even yeah, that. Yeah, you're probably right. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, you know, I think he just wanted to get out of there too because he he kind of got caught doing something. Mm. Maybe he wanted that free half pint he, he stuck in his pocket. Anyway, back to back to the death in masses. Oh yes. Yeah. To, to, what a sidetrack uh, we went on. I, I learned about uh, the sleeper. Who was the first person I threw out of out of the bar? Was that he, uh, the guy that kept nodding off all the time? Yeah, he's, he, he basically the guy couldn't go out and drink without falling asleep at the bar, you know. Because he took pills. Well, no, I don't. I don't think this guy was on pills. I think this guy just drank all the time. Oh. Um, and he was a young guy, you know. He was he was in his forties, you know, but he'd been on this like mission. A baby. For, what that? Like a baby. Yeah, but he but he'd been you know on this on this mission for a while you know he you know I don't think I ever saw him sober, you know I'd seen him in other bars and he was always in the same sort of drunken state. So it was like the leaving Las Vegas mission, is that? Yeah, there? yeah, but but with this guy he you know it took him years, but you know he got there you know, and he's not the first one I've seen on that that path you know I think I talked about this young woman who was doing the same thing. Yeah, and she didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, we talked about that. And she was about the same age. She was in her 40s. Um, so, so this like guy... Really but, but, but apparently this guy at one time was was like a, a, a mechanical whiz. You know, he was great with cars. Uh, people said he was, a, you know, really good with electronics. One guy on Sunday claimed that uh, he fixed his car radio with a toothpick, which I thought was pretty fascinating. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know how he did that, but uh, he didn't go into detail, but he said all he did was take a, a toothpick and sort of jimmy it around in his radio, and he got the thing to work. Wow. Um, but, yeah, apparently this guy had some talents, and why he squandered them, I guess, is a bit of a mystery. I mean, he he had a, his parents sort of had, had to lay, you know, at, at times he would live with his parents. And but they would lay down the law, you know. He had to be in him by eight o'clock, you know. And I guess he was like a big late night drinker, so he, he uh, didn't always make it in in time, you know. So he was kind of uh, homeless for a while, I think, and uh, or he would he would live with uh, other people that he, he he you know he would manage to uh, finagle to you know, use a couch or something. But yeah, uh, and then the other guy who died. I, well, I didn't really know his nickname. I knew him. His, his name was John, and we we got along pretty well. He, he um, was he was I guess he's in his early 60s, uh, early to mid 60s. He's a Vietnam vet. He was a former Bayonne police officer until he he got nabbed uh, selling drugs while in uniform in front of the McDonald's. <laughs> so that. Didn't end well, you know. And was that your security guard, buddy? No. Oh. No. I don't think I've t I don't think I've talked about him before. You know, he was just a you know one of the regulars. He he was like he was going through hard times like me. So we would talk about you know our various problems trying to get a job. He had a city job, 
and then he, he, he apparently he was like a tough guy to work with and you know and I think he, he said the wrong thing to the wrong guy and he ended up getting fired and, uh, and then he couldn't get another job you know he was out of work for a couple of years so he was able to get a city job even after he got fired so. yeah well Bayonne's weird you know I mean it's you know it's who you know and he must have knew somebody <clears throat> and uh, yeah he you know it wasn't like a high you know high paying job or anything like that but uh, <clears throat> I think it was like uh, uh, worked in the parks and stuff and did stuff there but anyway he, he was a decent guy and he, but you know his his one quirk was you know he always came into the bar with this little dog and you know he, um, you know, it was a nice dog, and but it was just like his his affection toward this dog was like a little over the top, you know. I mean, he he dressed it in a sweater when it was chilly out, and you know, it was little. He so he could put the dog up on his stool, and he was always sort of you know fussing with this dog whenever he was in the bar, and uh, that's how he earned his nickname, Dog Fucker, <laughs> which, which you know. It, it's not it's not fair really you know i mean come on just because he likes this dog you know doesn't mean he's he's doing that you know but uh yeah i found out that was his nickname this sunday and apparently his girlfriend came into the bar who i don't think has ever been in the bar. it's weird when somebody from the bar i guess they they know you know that masses was a place they hung out so like when when a when a, a mass's customer dies, like there'll be a, a representative from the family or a, a friend who will visit the bar wow. and, and announce the death, you know. And so when this woman came in, say he died, not too many people knew his real name, and so they just sort of started whispering to each other, "Dog fucker, dog fucker," <laughs> and went around the bar. So they knew who they were, who she was talking about, you know. But uh, yeah, no, that's strange. But yeah, this isn't the first time I've heard when somebody's died that somebody comes to masses to let everybody know that uh, the reason he's gone is that he is really gone. Uh, so what did these both these guys? What did they die of? Uh, that's a good question. I think I think uh, the young guy just. I think it's just, he was in the hospital, you know, he was just, I think it's just, yeah, his liver gives out, you know, eventually the organs start breaking down, mm -hmm. so I think, you know, and John, I think, uh, I think he had like a, uh, I'm not sure with it, how he died, to tell you the truth, because I hadn't seen him in a while, and um, so I don't even know if he was in the hospital very long, yeah, I'll have to find out more details, he was good friends with Joe Puppy. And I was I was actually the the one to break the news to to Joe. He didn't know, but uh, it was later confirmed. So yeah, they're, they're dropping like flies at masses. Someone's doing What did you play on a Sunday, or did, did you play anything? I played. Uh, the Russians are coming. The Russians are coming. Because one of the guys from this other bar that closed down, Foley's. You know, they said that there was a guy there who was a big fan of that that movie. So, I figured I'd make a little acknowledgement to this former bar. Is that Actually, is that the same guy that brought in the Mel Brooks Blazing Saddles thing? Uh, well, he's one of the Foley's guys. Okay. Yeah. 
Foley's is closed now? Yeah, Foley's, Foley, Tom Foley was the guy who I killed, you know. He was, oh, that's right. Yeah, he, was, he was the owner of that bar. So uh, I feel some connection to the Foley's crowd. So you'll play movies that are outside of your... No, I'm open to requests, you know. Uh, although somebody requested uh, Pulp Fiction, and I flat out said that <laughs> I will never play any Quentin Tarantino movies. Even though it would be very popular. That's just me. I, I, I have to draw the line. Place. But so anyway... You think, you think Masses guys are Masses guys into Quentin Tarantino? I yeah, think that, yeah. Oh, they yeah. love the violence. That's yeah, a lot of yeah, I think they'd be more to like 80s, 70s movies. No, I mean, I, I think I think they're they're you know they go for that type of hard. You know, I mean, Tarantino has you know supposedly a sense of humor and that appeals to them. Supposedly, uh, <laughs> you don't catch any kind of humor in him. Like I said, I, th I think the only time, well, I mean, I like I, I liked Reservoir Dogs when it came out, when I was innocent and I didn't know the thing was like a ripoff of a... Oh, that's right, you did mention that. A movie, or a Japanese movie, I'm not even quite sure. And then uh, I liked the uh, the watch story in Pulp Fiction. That's about the only the only part of that movie I really enjoyed. Hmm. Christopher I, I, I liked him up until Kill Bill Volume 2. But that was really. <clears throat> and uh, uh, well, have you seen Pulp Fiction recently? Me? No, I haven't. Oh. Anybody? Well, yeah. I mean, Cormon, because you're you said, yeah. I have a, I haven't either, and I like that too. But I have a feeling that has aged very poorly. You know. No, I mean, I think a lot of people still say that's his best movie. But I, I, know, I think I always thought Reservoir Dogs was better. But like, uh, I wouldn't like, like you said, I didn't know it was a rip off of something until you guys mentioned it one time here. Well, it's like a rip off of uh, John Woo. I mean, it's supposedly a rip off of the John Woo movie. Okay. It's a City of Fire or something. But I think I, I, I think I've seen, I saw that movie like a while ago and didn't really see the. The connection between the two. Did somebody get their ear cut off in the John Woo movie? I, I don't remember. I, I I don't think it was. Like I said, I, I I think like the situation was similar, but you know, overall the uh, movies were completely different. Oh okay. Well, um, I mean, come on, you know that could be a, a genre in itself where you present a particular type of problem and then. Each approach gives you a different uh, possible outcome. Yeah. And that wouldn't mean that it was, you know, unoriginal or non-creative. You're working within a form. Yeah. I think uh, Jackie Brown is probably his best as far as... Um, yeah, I guess that's fairly mainstream. Yeah, I, I I remember when I was I'd have to see that one again. I, when I saw that, I wanted like essentially I wanted another Pulp Fiction. I remember that being very like kind of understated compared to. Uh, well, if you saw that long ago, you should probably. Watch yeah, it. I'd have to revisit it. I saw it in the theater and was just like sat there like mm, this isn't what I wanted, you know. I think he he probably was very respectful to the book, so you know there was no. Mm -hmm. He didn't really let himself loose with the dialogue and stuff. Yeah, and then uh, that 
the one that they sp the kill bill was terrible uh and the 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 one that they split in half it was like the double feature oh that one yeah that wasn't very good whatever yeah. that was terrible too and like when are studios gonna stop allowing filmmakers to do those like omnibus well he's he's got the uh you know he he's always going to be able to make movies because he sort of uh earned a lot of money for uh what are the brothers that... Oh, Miramax, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and recently, Un Un Inglorious Bastards made a lot of money. And I think that Django Unchained made Weinstein, a lot of money. Weinstein. Yeah, yeah but I mean, that, that thing where they, like, when they do short films as a package, that hasn't made money since, like, the 60s, oh, you know? Oh, the one I mean, he did was Robert... Yeah. Was it Robert Rodriguez? Robert Rodriguez, yeah. yeah. I, I did like those. I guess, like you know, the whole thing is he earns the money. He could say, "No, nah, we're doing this," and they could just be like, "Ah, we'll trust you. You've made money in the past. We'll make it back on video." You know. Well, well considering that he then made *Inglorious Bastards* and uh, *Django Unchained*, which made them a lot of money. Yeah, and got like Oscar nominations and stuff too, which is. Inglorious Bastards, I thought, was surprisingly mature considering. Yeah, I, I, I like that a lot. The *Django Unchained* though was junk. I thought. Yeah, that that that, and I I mean I I also thought that was the work of somebody with some rape some issues with, with black people. Like I just thought that was a strange movie. Really, I, I mean I didn't think it was racist. Did you, are you saying it's racist? I didn't say it was racist. I said the guy who made it might have some issues with black people. There were just some things in it that I that made me uncomfortable. I didn't really. I thought it was odd. Yeah, I, just, I just thought it was really dumb. And I, I can't believe that they could have paid uh, Samuel Jackson enough money to play that role, to play that role that he played in there. I mean, that was that was the thing that I found the most troubling. Yeah. Really, one of the better parts oh. of the movie, maybe the best part of the movie. I didn't like Jamie Fox or that German guy from the. And it was all really pretentious. Like he was, he was. Uh, Tarantino was always trying to do something unique. Was, there were all sorts of. Weird and beer, and it all seems pretty unnecessary. Distracting. Hey, Mike, while we're on movie talk, I know this was covered ages ago, but I saw it only this past summer. But you didn't like Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, I didn't like it. Oh wow! I thought that was a. I loved it. I thought it was like a late in life masterpiece for. Uh, for I, thought, I thought it was redundant at times. You know, like. For how, how many speeches did you want? I, what were there like three speeches, and he. He's kind of saying the same thing in each one of them. Uh, yeah, it could have been edited down a bit. I would guess I would agree with that. But uh, there, there was certain things I liked. I mean, I liked the subject matter that he was he was doing something different. But I just thought the. Uh, Do you like the Quaaludes uh, scene? Yeah, that was funny. I mean, that that was a funny scene. You know, but uh, so who was the director of that one? Martin Scorsese. Yeah, okay. He had been for like a decade or two almost. He'd been like doing nothing but like Oscar bait type movies, and then he was just like having fun again. It seemed like like he seemed like he was having a blast. It also seemed like Scorsese must have really liked cocaine in his day. He was like, <laughs> is it a real cocaine celebration there? Cocaine and oddly quaaludes, which I didn't realize. Uh, I guess if you had enough money in that era of like the 80s, you could still get your hands on them. But yeah, it's true. They got pulled from the market, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. I had a, a coworker. She didn't ask me before she she sat down to watch it with her like 14 year old son. Oh dear. Yeah. And you know, that I mean, sounds like a mistake. 
Yeah. Oh, and, and, I, I don't know. But, but apparently my manager told her that, yeah, it's good. <laughs> I, I think a 14-year-old can handle that. I mean, we may but not, like, not want to watch it there with your mother? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say you're wrong. You're 100% wrong on that. Okay, okay, maybe. That's something that most people would want to watch their mothers. No, well, 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 maybe not with their mothers, but, but I, I think a 14-year-old. That's not what we're saying, though. We're, okay, 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 okay. I see your point. Well, that's and and what, when does the scene where he's doing coke out of the woman's ass? That's like. Well, that's, five what, minutes, that's exactly what I was I, I Actually, when, when, I, when I first saw Some it, I saw an Indian. I, I saw an Indian bootleg, so, so actually a lot of the, I, I did not see the the scene with the uh, with the stripper. Uh, I mean, there's like the opening scene, the chick's blowing him in the car, you know, and, and yeah, I, I didn't see that either. So, yeah. so, so maybe I have a different. Uh, maybe wait, now, what? Wait, I got bounced. What movie are you talking about? I, I don't Wolf even know. Wall Street. Oh, okay. Uh, Is that something so you'd want to watch with your mother at any point? Yeah, and I, I, I watch, I watch the Indian version, the the Indian bootleg, which was uh, had a lot of stuff cut out. Apparently. Oh, you missed some good stuff in that then. Yeah, I'll, I'll a lot of the scenes, where, like even the sex and drug scenes, were really funny. You know, like. Yeah, I just I thought it was like, oh wow, like Scorsese's uh, having a blast again. I hope he makes more movies like that before. And I thought it had good music in it, you know. And I thought that part where it seemed so far fetched when they flew their, when they took that yacht into like the that storm. Yeah, yeah. And then the Coast Guard rescued them and stuff. It was just like them, like, there's no way this happened. And the next morning, I read up on the actual events and inspired the movie, and that part was true. They were rescued by, like, the Italian seals. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a very fun movie. I, I don't... It was... That was, um... Did that, and that got nominated for an Oscar and lost to... What? I mean, who cares? It's, it's, I'm sure it's better than whatever it lost to. Um, no, well, well, well I, I think it might have been 12 uh, Years a Slave, which I'm, I'm not sure if that... I don't know. I, I, I'd probably put that... Um, I don't know. It, it, it's even, but but I, I, I would put... Uh, yeah, but Scorsese doesn't need Oscars. He didn't get an, Os an Oscar for, uh, for Mean Streets. He didn't get an Oscar for uh, uh, Raging Bull or Goodfellas. He got an Oscar for Taxi Driver. You taxi know? driver uh, lost their Yeah, lot. taxi driver. Yeah, it's like he, he doesn't need. Well, make he should make good movies and not worry about winning an Oscar. You know. What did Rating Bolt do? Awful. Huh? Gandhi or something? Yeah, and I think the one that was the real funny loss was the, he lost uh, to Kevin Costner for uh, a director Oscar for. Uh, oh God! Oh, dances. With but dancing wolves. wolves. Yeah, dances with wolves or whatever it's called. Yeah. Oh man, that that movie. Was... Yeah, but but yeah, yeah, like you said, Oscars. Who cares? Yeah, just, you know, it's, and no one's gonna remember uh, Kevin Costner as this great film director. Right. Yeah. And Jonah Hill was awesome in that too, and I didn't think that guy was all that. I, well, I, did, he see, did he see him in Moneyball? He was he was good in Moneyball. I didn't see that one though. No. So. Oh yeah. And everybody, I, I guess everybody I've said that to has kind of said the same thing. There's, there's, oh, okay. That I missed that yeah. because he was good in that. Uh, apparently, they're going to do another. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and, and Joan Hill are going to going to star in another movie, which which should be good. I I, I don't know about Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, acting talent. I mean, he's he's in all these great movies, but 
I don't know if he himself is a great actor. But, but he pulled off that comedy scene in Wolf of Wall Street a lot better than I would have expected. Oh, he, he's he's good. I just don't know if, if he's as good as you know his resume would suggest. No, I, I would agree with that. I, I don't think he's great by any means. No, but he's like in a position to do good things. I mean, I yeah, like I said, that after seeing Wolf of Wall Street, I'm like for once, I'm like, man, I can't wait to see what. Uh, Martin Scorsese does again or does next, you know. I'm actually, uh, I, I, I don't think that he he's been such a hack. I mean, the part that I really like. Shutter Island was another one. Uh, Shutter Island was okay. It yeah. was, it was, it was a terrible. It was kind of, it was interesting that he was see Scorsese take on a sort of horror oh, movie genre, right? Yeah. yeah. And. Uh, I don't know what else he's done. Uh, Hugo, I haven't seen. Hugo, uh, that was. Uh, that might sum that up. <laughs> it's okay. But I got Satyricon still. I haven't had a chance to look at that yet. We need Satyricon. That's uh, kind of a fun movie. I, guess. I don't know. I'm gonna check it out. I never really got into any clean movies. Maybe the. Uh, I saw a handful of shorts. I won uh, shorts. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like 20 minutes, and there was a couple Fellinis on there, and I found it very interesting. I like that uh, uh, style. I like Lestrada a lot. Uh, I've seen like Dolce Vita. Um, oh, what was the one about the where he's remnant? You know. It's, oh, it's that for... was very good. It was half eight, weeks? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. That was it. Oh, I, I wasn't thinking about eight and a half. I was thinking about. Uh, you're thinking of uh, 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 what's uh, the name of that? Amacord, right? Amacord, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, they're all really well done. I just can't really get into them. But no, if I want to go to a theater, I go to the theater in my mind. Um, Hello, this is the Joe Frank. Stop, <laughs> In my Cartesian theater. You know all right. Well, what's, what's the last movie we watched, Frederick? Um, Exterminating Angel. Okay. No, we already talked about that last week. Yeah, I'm on my 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 art movie kick. Has I, anyone ever seen a movie called Bay of Angels? Bay of Angels. It's a bay, like B A Y. A Bay of Angels. No. That sounds familiar, but no, I, I haven't seen it. Uh, that's what I watched this week, and I enjoyed it. It was a, it was like a, a road to ruin gambling tale, the type of which it, it, it like they would have made in like the 1930s, you okay. know. But it was made in the 60s. I guess it was sort of. I wouldn't say it was a French New Wave movie, more New Wave adjacent. He was one of the guys, uh, the Demi, the guy. Uh, Mostly made musicals, but he, uh, he was, I think, one of the guys who the uh, New Wave liked. I think he predated them a little bit. Or maybe he was involved with them. Just Tangential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. I mean, it was fun. It was, uh, I, I was surprised. I, I loved it. it, was, it was oh, okay. So we'll check it out. You spit it out now. And it's 80 minutes. <laughs> it was like that perfect movie length for me, you know? So it was even like the length of a movie from the 30s, you know, like a, that the style of movie, it was sort of seemed like it was paying homage to. It even kept the brevity, which uh, I appreciated. Anyone who likes um, Lars von Trier should check out uh, The Hunt starring, uh, it, it's, on, it's on Netflix. It stars um, Mads Mikkelsen. Um, 
he <clears throat> the the TV show Hannibal. He plays Hannibal. Um, I think he always plays like a villain and in like some James Bond movie, but he, he's Bads, mainly known for his... Bads Mickelson, the guy who plays Hannibal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um, he's, he's really good in this movie, The Hunt. And if you if you like Lars von Trier, it's, it's kind of reminiscent of one of his movies. Who did it buy? I don't know. It's a Danish film, uh, 2012. Thomas Vinterberg. He's actually the co-founder of... Uh, co-founded the Dogma 95 movement. With uh, Lars Montreux. What? And it's just this really intense drama about this guy. He, he works at a daycare, and there, there's this kind of this mix-up, and he's accused of uh, of being a child molester. Oh my! And and the entire town just there's like this mass hysteria, and he sort of is the center of it, and it's just this. You know this harrowing experience for this for this guy. You know his his best friend's daughter is the one who sort of accuses him. It's kind of like a weird thing. Like the the best friend's daughter, um, it, her her uh, her brother showed her a pornographic picture, and and then she 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 kind of uh, repeated what she saw in that pornographic picture to uh, to one of the one of the teachers at the preschool. For the kindergarten and accused him of doing it and it just leads to this this horrible experience for this guy but there was that whole big problem i think it was where they had the thing where all the kids started having all these uh yeah. implanted by the psychologist yeah yeah that's yeah yeah that's 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 what happens that's sort of what happens in this movie that does sound fascinating Disturbing. Yeah, it's, it's it's horrifying what this guy goes through. I mean, he has, yeah. and this, this guy has a son. He, he, you know, he's right. Uh, and then that also brings in reputation, memory, psychology, society in general. Yeah. And then it brings in the whole idea about the truth. What's crazy about this is that he's kind of cleared of the charges soon after he's charged, but he still deals with. You know, every, everyone thinks he did it anyway, so he... Well, I don't really know what a psychological drama... I mean, what is that? I don't know. I, I, I still don't really know what a psychological drama is, but it's, it's, it's kind of... You know, you're, you're, you're putting this, this guy's shoes, and you, you, you see how the whole town reacts. So, psychological drama. Okay, so it's, it's, a not, it's not like an adventure. And it's like so it's, it's, it's not an adventure. It's a psychological drama. It's what's it's going on inside the guy. And, and if it's done well, what happens to the protagonist also happens to the yeah, viewer. It's, 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 it's like a, uh, a nightmare. Yeah, that would be a psychological drama by my definition. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie though, and the, and the guy is fantastic in the role. And I mean, he already, he's already pretty popular through Hannibal. You know, Hannibal Lecter, right? So. I only know the first one. Oh, you mean you mean the the movie? Yeah. Time for the Land. TV show now too. Yeah, yeah, it's a TV show, but it's not um, um, this other guy caught as a serial killer, and he kind of just helps this guy who's a detective. And um, Hannibal Lecter is a psychologist. He's a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Um, he, he was a professional psychologist before he got caught. 
And you also see him, you know, kill people and so forth. Well, this is getting a little boring. Too much detail about a TV show I'm never going to watch. You should watch it. This is good. I don't have time. I've got to edit my podcast and do things like that. <laughs> You're editing your podcast. That's, that's a, a, a thing that you can do. A, a thing that you can, you don't have to do. And this was back in 1999, before the Hobby Lobby decision. This is the quote, and this is Antonin Scalia. Granting religious exemptions from laws would be courting anarchy. Smoking peyote for religious reasons didn't make a bit of sense to him. But if you want to take away women's uh, contraceptives, that makes sense. It's on news that this guy is uh, kind of a dick. Was made. I mean, why hasn't has, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg stepped out? Uh, does she not understand that she, she's in her early 80s? I don't really get why. Uh, uh, was she waiting for some wing nut can take her place? If you have cancer, you probably shouldn't run for president. Yeah, he could be doing something. I assumed you do not play golf. No, I despise golf. I despise golf courses. They're like a cancer. With all the that chemicals and the way they have to screw things up. No, oh, I said I would play golf if you just played it like natural. But... Yeah, like in the woods and stuff with lots of trees, and it might take you 64 times to get to the first hole, but so what? Only... Well, why, why, is, why would that make you want to play golf? Uh, because then... Nah, you should play Dinosaur Junior style, like in uh, lower Manhattan, you know, <laughs> among the big buildings. That's the way to do it. Yeah. All right, that's good, too. Yeah. Feel the pain, right? Is that in the video? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they're oh, I've never playing golf in Manhattan. Oh, you got to look that up. It's pretty funny. Yeah. No, that sounds great. Yep. Well, I'm not going to look uh, it up now. It'll be there later. I'm sure it will. It's the internet, you know. Yeah. So. And that song's kind of long, but not, I don't think it's over my uh, time limit. I can probably watch it. What, what's the name of the song? Feel the pain. When I when they reunited, I saw you know they did stuff like that, but they'd like somehow magically make it sound like it was made by the original line. Jay Masters, the the first uh, "You're Living All Over Me." I say that was the high water mark. For them. But so you think that uh. They actually did a different arrangement, or was it just... Well, no, you're probably right. It's probably just that it was, you know, the bass was being played through Barlow's setup, and it just sounded like him, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Right. You see bands interacting and bumping into each other, that was... Nothing like that, you know. It was much yeah. more, I'm going to say it again, hermetic. It wasn't anything like, I don't remember there being a lack of it, but now that you point it out. Hmm. Um, 
the I saw them that that time. I saw them open. It was weird. It was they were. I guess it was because it was a second tour they had done with the reunited lineup. But I saw them open for Sonic Youth. And at that point, uh, Sonic Youth were just circling the drain, you know? I mean, I, I, I wasn't... Every album I would hear by them, it would usually be, like, touted as some kind of return to form or, like, this one's good. And you know, just hear it. It just sort of sounded like something that maybe it sound good that month or that summer or winter or whenever it came out, but you knew it wasn't going to be something you were going to go back to over and over again. And uh, the... Dinosaur opened up, and then Sonic Youth came out and played for twice as long, and it seemed like it should have been the other way around. And uh, or you know they just split the bit, at least play equal time, you know. Even right, right. Did you and ever watch that movie, The Year the, the Punk Broke? Yeah. Oh sure, yeah. I mean that was my shit. My shit. Uh, was I talking about here that I? Chris Epic was here. Chris Epic was here. Because I can ask him. I can, he, I know he knows of music from that era. But like, I watched uh, some shorts recently that I hadn't seen since I was in high school. They were made by the same dude who did The Year Punk Broke, and they were like little. You buy them on VHS tapes back in the day, you know, and they'd be like, they have like the one was sort of Sonic Youth centric. One was like uh, maybe about a ten minute running around Los Angeles uh, and the, the filmmaker, this guy Dave Markey I think his name is and Joe Cole who was who was Henry's buddy yes, yes, the one yes. that got killed yep, yeah. Rollins and, pal and Ken was there kind of silent, she wasn't really as active of participation but once in a while she'd be on camera, like them just acting like knuckleheads and like Joe Cole for instance had a magazine with Lou Reed's face on the cover strapped to his face and he was playing and like they were just going like up that. to like other motorists and like bothering them and stuff <laughs> basically just acting like teenagers hey that's the more sonic youth one so it's like that's the first one and they're trying to get to see a movie go to the movies they wanted to see um the the second one on the tape is one that I think like probably Thurston would rather nobody remember. Mm. It's that one's ten minutes. It's, it's called Rap Damage, A.K.A. Uh, in Search of the Hip Hop Rabbit. And Thurston does like the whole thing, like in like kind of like a jive talking black man voice. Uh, don't think would fly today. Like it, it um, he's like like uh. He's using all kinds of, like, uh, sort of, like, hip-hop lingo from, like, N.W.A. I mean, it's completely obnoxious in one way. It's funny in another. And being like, oh, this guy's a complete goofball, you know? Like, I wonder what people would have thought of it. Now, I only ever knew them as knuckleheads like that, you know? But I'll tell you what I didn't like when the last time I saw them. It was her dancing. I thought that was kind of jarring to me. I, I didn't... I thought that was... Was it, was it like Elaine dancing on Seinfeld? Yeah, oh, like, yeah, I could see her. I mean, they don't exactly make dance music to begin with, so it was just like... Oh, damn, I, I actually have a good movie um, talk about, but I, I don't remember the name of it. Well, then let's skip over that. Shut <laughs> up, no, 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 okay, fine. I, I won't talk about it, oh, even though it's wait, one a really good movie. You'll remember. 
Fredericks, going back to what you say, I would say if you're interested in that sort of stuff, like that, that 1991, the year punk broke movie, is a very good time capsule of like that kind of music and Nirvana just as they got gigantic and stuff. And you get to see Kurt Cobain like not as like a sullen creep, but as like a goofball too, yeah, you know, like he's having fun. Say it again? And enthusiastic. And oh, yeah, yeah. He's getting that, he's like, they're drinking with Sonic Youth backstage, you know? Right, and, right. That's the other thing about uh, Thurston Moore and Sonic Youth that I think might have altered my opinion of them had I seen it earlier than this past year. But has anybody ever seen their Nardwar interview? Yes. Ugh. Yeah, that was pretty It would have almost been fandom-shaking had I saw that, like, in just as I was getting into them. They were, like, bullies to him. Like, I didn't care for that at all. And, and the beauty of it is, it's like, clearly, they thought that was just going to happen right there. And here it is, like, you know, 20 years later, and people could just see that and be like, oh, you know. Yep. <laughs> Did anybody besides me, Stan, you saw it? I did, and their actions were indefensible. <laughs> right, yeah. Breaking his <laughs> record. <laughs> yeah, right. his record that he was going to give to them. Yeah. Like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Time to take Stan down. Why? Border Radio starring John Doe is a great movie. If you like the, if, if Is that what Stan up, said? Border Radio? Isn't that like... I meant it's, to see that. Yeah, yeah, John Doe's in it, and, um... Isn't, uh, the guy from, uh, The Flesh Eaters in there, too, Chris Desjardins? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you're right, Fredericks. I'm looking at the... the okay, Wikipedia. yeah, I never the saw it, but I... Bare bones. This, this movie... This, you, you have to check this movie out. It, it's a great depiction of the punk scene at the time. It's uh, uh, about a dude who go. He, he's in this in this semi-popular, you know, cult, and um, it's it's amazing. You, you guys got to see it. I, I think it, I, I haven't seen Repo Man, but uh, but it's it's the best movie I've seen. You never saw Repo Man? I've never saw I, I've never seen Repo Man. Oh. But. Hey, speaking of which, just for a second. PC, well, you didn't get to my Repo Man call on the best show yet, I take it. No. But they you are laugh? Okay. No, the era I'm in, you are still very much uh, a, a heavy hitter in it. You were, I just heard a, uh, um, a, what do you call it, a pledge drive show. Oh, is that yeah. what he told Mike to stop talking to him? Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tom was kind of refereeing you two. was having a little bit too good of a time behind the scenes. <laughs> Who's this, who this guy in the, in the sky sky? That's Dave. Dave from Knoxville? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what, what is he? Why isn't he in the chat? Because well, he can't remember his Skype name, and he knows that you're going to get all upset when you find out that he can't remember his Skype name. Oh, I'm going to get be all a upset. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, that's if you're done taking me down. Have I been taken Have down, been down yet? Down? Did that happen? I, I was paying attention. No, 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 no. You, 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 you criticized me for not being able to remember the name of the Have I been taken down yet? And I, I remembered it. And... Oh. 
can I now criticize you for not seeing Repo Man? Can I do that? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. You have to watch this movie, and you'll think hey, it's better. You're than not me. helping. Don't defend him. <laughs> don't offend him. But but you know, no 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 watch this movie. You'll really like Have it. Have I been taken down yet? Border okay. radio. Border radio. Border radio. Have I been taken down? Yet? Out. Is Dave Alvin in there too? Dave Alvin. He's got a song called Border Radio. Dave Alvin, the blasters. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on. I saw him not that long ago. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, yeah, the blasters are in it. I, you know, I think Stan, if you watch this, you'll really... And I will watch it then. Is John Doe's in it, as I said before? And I, I, you know, the funny thing, a friend of mine played the blasters for me. It was like 1982 or something like that. And I'm like, what the fuck? There's a 35-year-old guy singing, like, ho hopping at the high school hop. What, what the fuck is this? This is ridiculous. Right. Well, what's what's but, going on with Dave from Knoxville? I'm moving these Lego pieces around. <laughs> oh, hi, Dave. D D Dave, have you seen Border Radio? destroy this ship and all aboard. He's mad at you. It is sad, Dave Knoxville. This doesn't sound like him. You made fun of him for I not mean, remembering I... his Skype name on one of the podcasts. I mean, I doubt he's mad at me. He just friended me on Facebook, dude. So, oh, you know, he's gunning yeah. for, for you. For me? He's gunning, he, he's gunning for Frederick. So. He called me. He called you. Yeah. Maybe he's not. Oh no. No, it was a weird call. <laughs> Is he like drunk dialing you or? No, no. He was listening to the podcast. I think he's. Maybe he got. Because he didn't remember his Skype name. I guess I should have edited it out of the podcast. The chat and just see everybody's name anyway. Hey, Dave, turn the music down. 
seem so like aggressive. She's out of character. Well, you know, sometimes a guy can only take so much. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys see the chat, or is this all my imagining here? I can see the chat. I can see he's in it. Bring the ship about now. Our original course must be somewhere here. Oh, it sounds like sort of like pirate taking over, like pirate tech. Sounds right. Oh! Hey, Dave! <laughs> now, I have Tristan and Isolde, but I have to set up the uh, turntable for that. Where's Mike? See, he's kidnapped Mike. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is like an ISIS takeover. <laughs> Don't behead Mike, Dave. <laughs> I wonder what Dave Hill's up to. I'm kidding. What? 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 Someone His icon's still here, but I haven't heard from him. That was a crazy one, though, wasn't it? Think Dave's out to get me? Yeah, I think so. Something's up. You told me he wanted my cell number. I'm glad I didn't give it to him. <laughs> Frederick, this is uh, really weird. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I don't understand these, these uh, things he's doing in his chat. It disgusts me. Well, that's something. Why is that something, Santa? I would imagine your threshold for disgust to be pretty high. No. He did say that he wouldn't feel like a success until Cormod called him boring. When did he say that? Today, on the phone. Oh. He said a on lot of weird phone. things. Well, what the fuck? Get this guy back in here. I don't know how hey, to Dave. do it. Well, what, 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 He's there. Had to call. Hey Dave! Hey Dave! Hey Dave! You know I wouldn't call. There, I'm adding Dave to the I call. I wouldn't call myself a success. Hey Dave! There he is. <laughs> that, that welcoming bark is sure to get him to speak. <laughs> What's going on, Dave? Hey, you're confusing us. I don't mean to. It's all right. There he is. Hey. Okay, there okay. All right. So, so you said you wouldn't feel welcome in this chat. No, that's not exactly what I said. Um, unless, <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's a Stan's version of the story. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Stan's yeah. off his rocker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hopefully yeah. so. But I'm, I'm actually doing stuff at the moment, so I'll call back in a few minutes. Okay. okay. What's the music? Dave? Yeah, uh, we'll ask him when he's back. Did he know he was on? I don't know. 
Dams a man can sure get brutalized around here for not remembering his stupid Skype name that he used once in his. Yeah, what was? Yeah, yeah like, I like you shall think... destroy this ship and all aboard. Bring the ship about now. Our original course must have been somewhat in error. Yeah, you you think that the sky was sounds, like? It's, wait, no. It sounds okay. like he's spreading prog rock lyrics. You know. It's like on a starship. I, I don't know what that, what this is about. I mean, a man sure can get brutalized. Uh, I think that he was just uh, accidentally in the chat. But, but, but then he's, then he's like crazy. John Anderson at the end there. He would like that. Yeah. Damn. A man can sure get brutalized around here for not remembering his stupid what, what is this? It's you reading the same thing over and over. Yeah, I know. It still boggles my mind that he would. This is not seem. This does not seem like the days of Knoxville. But it sounded like him when he talked. Oh, what was him? Oh no no no! It, no, what when he talked, him? but it, but but in the Skype chat, like what what is this shit? I don't well, know. Well, you know, I I think I think it has to do with the fact that we've set a tone of obnoxiousness, and he feels like. He has to step up his game and oh. get in your face. In you, mind. specifically. Yeah, me, you. Me. Yeah, okay, it's okay. all about you. It's, it's all about you. Yeah. It's about him not remembering his thing. Yeah, that was him. That was Cormon. Yeah. Wait, what? Wait, what? You, were the one who, you were the one who went on about how you couldn't I believe. Even, I barely remember that. I remember he was having trouble getting on that one time. Oh, well, I must have been so dry. I mean, I, and you said something along the lines of, do we really want him here if he can't remember his <laughs> Skype name? <laughs> remember that. It's probably on a podcast somewhere, and Dave just heard no, it. No, no, no. I, I don't I don't doubt that, it's, that, that, that it happened. I just don't remember it. I'm pretty sure, like, we spent an hour yelling at each other on the phone afterwards about it. And yeah. Now, yeah. So yeah. it happened. Relax. Yeah. It happens. Right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's what they say when the guy drills the hole in the bottom of the boat. Ah, don't worry about it. Things happen. Oh, I miss, I was just going to say the border radio. I hear it, yeah. It's one of the least popular criterion. Oh, sounds right up my alley. Yeah, it's, it's the same. I mean, it, it, you'll, you'll, you'll like it. I, I think anyone who, anyone here who watched it will like it. I'm curious about it. Yeah, I've wondered about it. Yeah. I had Sarah watch it and she realized it. So. Oh, that's the one thing I wanted to say about Sarah. I, she called in in the period of the best show I'm listening to. And she might be one of the best callers that show ever had. I mean, she's only called in that I could remember. I think I've only heard her on there four or five times, but yeah. I, every time she calls, it's great. And she's very composed and is just... Oh, yeah. I mean, she's just uh, really good at talking. I, yeah, yeah. She was... I know that from... Yeah. She called in on a show I was listening to from 2010, and uh, it was like she hadn't called since the night Obama was elected. So she hadn't mm -hmm. called for like two years or something like that. And like her and Tom just picked right up, back up. He was kind of shocked that he hadn't heard from her in so long. And mm -hmm. he just talked about whatever. And it was just great. And I also, she has a good speaking voice on her, too. I like the sound of her voice, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's great. I talked to her today. She's, she's doing well. In case uh, anyone's interested, yeah, yeah, she's doing a, 
He's doing well. Someone said my name. <laughs> what was, what's this all? Hey, I want to make, make a TV recommendation. Well, then you ought to make it to somebody that watches TV. Okay. Well, I'm sure sure people... <laughs> Brian probably watches some TV. I love TV. Okay. Okay. Well, um, have, have, you, have, you, have you guys watched TV? Have you guys watched uh, Rock TV? Yeah. I've only seen the first... That really sucks. And he review instead of reviewing movies or TV shows or food, he reviews uh, life experiences. So he will is so, so people uh, will send him Twitter requests of of, of things he should review. Um, he will do things like um, someone will ask him what what is it like to steal something. And then he will he will do a segment about stealing where he becomes a thief. Yeah, he will review the experience. It becomes funny when he um, when 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 someone um, asks him to review um, getting divorced. <laughs> so, so he has to, he feels obliged because he's a it's a five it's a five star uh, system. So half a star to five stars. So, so, so he gets divorced from his wife um, be, because he is asked to. <laughs> that sounds pretty absurd. Yeah, all for the show. Okay, well. And and, and um, it, yeah, so, 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 and, and that and that carries on to all the other episodes where he's has to deal with with being divorced from his wife. And, and there, there's an episode where he's um, that he has uh, um, Batman. Getting addicted to anyone cocaine. Oh, that sounds kind of interesting. So is Brian sleeping all right? Uh, uh, Ambien? Are you using that or no? Even five milligrams? Or fifty? I don't know. Don't know that. What would happen uh, if you did fifty milligrams? The most I ever did was like I think the most I once did twenty and stayed up all night. I'm not big on pills generally. No. You like to shoot it directly. In my eye. Yeah. <laughs> so Dave from Knoxville's in here. I heard that. Yeah. Well, Dave had some weird experiences. Tramadol. Yeah, Tramadol. I saw a lot of things. <laughs> it's true. A very old African-American man with his grandson lived in the little space in the wall above the bathroom and they would talk to me sometimes at night wow. <laughs> but but mostly it was like patterns on a wall patterns marching on a wall uh, apparently stared at a television that was not turned on for a very <laughs> long time one night but i was less trouble so my wife didn't do anything to uh let we know, you know, that anything was wrong there. Well, it's like, well, you weren't getting in any trouble, so you might as well just <clears throat> let him watch his show. Apparently, at some point, I said, uh, can you believe what they'll show on TV now? <laughs> yeah, he's African-American. <laughs> That's her favorite story to tell. When I was watching the TV set off, and I told her, can you believe what they show on TV these days? You know, that line is so thin. 
What line? Where the TV are we talking on and all. The line between what's in your head and what's on the TV screen. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Uh, it's not like a, a steel wall. It's more like a veil. So this is why you got rid of your TV. Partially. Tell <laughs> <laughs> the difference between I couldn't the take the, the hallucination. <laughs> you wouldn't believe what they put on the TV. I just had to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, Frederick, your, your TV has not been working since. No, my TV's fine. It's just off and unplugged, too, so it can't come on by itself. You ever get up in the morning when one of those lights are going around the living room? Try oh, yeah. That one time. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, they say. Now, the, worst, the worst is when you unplug the TV and it stays on. <laughs> I've only seen that on television. Whoops. Yeah, I've seen Poltergeist, too. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Poltergeist recently. It was pretty good. So you've seen Poltergeist, too, or you've seen Poltergeist as well? Yes. No, no, you've seen Poltergeist as well. <laughs> <laughs> and he wouldn't tell about it, which most of the cast didn't. So. Oh, that's kind of like the guys that did the investigation on Billy Soul Estes. A lot of them didn't live ah. either. Oh, yeah. It's still going. Hey! <laughs> we're still going with this Billy, Billy uh, Joe Estes. Soul. S-O-L. Okay. I'm retiring, guys. He wasn't in Green Day, so. Okay. Yeah. Who's on the show? What's the latest? Yeah, before you go away, Mike. What's that? What's the latest on the show? Sounds like, uh, I mean, I think Tom, what did I see? Facebook or Twitter, one of the other. He's getting getting there, you know. There's, he's like I said, he's got like different things going at once now. Mm -hmm. um, next month it looks like, like I said, there's going to be uh, lots of fun for the best show fans. Is he in the dark show? period? Mike? Like an Easter egg, huh? Well, like I said, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's like uh, it's all going to hit at the same time, so. Oh, so it's a shared experience. We're not going to have individual ones, you're saying. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Thank you for your clarity. It's a cult. It's a kind of cult. Are all the points, uh, all the points tweets, are, are they, uh, is that indicative of the, of the dark period? Or? You know what? Yeah, I came in late on that whole points thing. I don't know what that's all about. I got some points the other night, and I'm like, wow, all right. Uh, what the hell was I tweeting about? Uh, I was tweeting about why uh, the media insisted on telling us, defining the word switch, whenever they did that story about the... Uh, Adrian Peterson? Yeah. It's like, it's like everybody assumes that Americans are too dumb to even know a word like that means, you know? Has nobody read Tom Sawyer? I mean, or yeah, I mean, what, very thin, you know? What, what did they think? He was hitting him with a light fixture? <laughs> what, 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 do you, what, do you, what do you think of this Adrian Peterson thing? Sick. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I didn't realize the kid's only four years old. When I heard it was four years old, I'm like, what the hell are you beating oh, that Four years old to me, that's like, oh, come on. It's, I don't know if it's, as, if it's as bad as the Ray Rice thing, but... Probably worse in a, in a certain way, you know. I mean, it's like, come well, on. I, I, I think there's like this prevailing there's this prevailing notion among a lot of people that this sort of thing is okay. Um, yeah, everybody's got their stories. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday morning. I don't know if you guys are all football fans, but that, that had to be the weirdest pregame football week ever. You know, you had <laughs> domestic violence and then you had child abuse. 
that's what everybody talked about before their football games this week. It was strange. But Mike, it's because the of the computer has changed the medium. Yeah. And the way we interact with each other and what we perceive and how we can interact. But how, how does it have anything to do with what, what this? Because there was a time when this stuff would not have gotten out. It's only That's because right. of things like TMZ and, yeah. and the digital access to information and the surveillance state that we're in where there's all these cameras and the fact that it's digitized and needs oh, to be traced. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think this has any, you know, this is a surveillance state. Uh, okay, there, there, there's cameras in the... In yeah, the when they had the Ray Rice video. In the old days, there was nothing. There was just some rumor. But why is that... Now, but you're making it seem like that's bad. I mean, I mean, wouldn't you I'm want not, to know this, about this media. Ray Rice thing? Fredericks. Yes? Are you trying to tell me that Bing Crosby could get away with beating his children for decades and nobody would find out about it? I suspect things like that could have happened, Dave, and we could have. Wow, Dave is here. I didn't even know. Hey, How are you doing, Dave? Here? I'm good. Thanks. How are you? I'm doing all right. <clears throat> Isn't this good that, that people know about this, Fredericks? Absolutely. I'm just saying it's changed, and that's why Mike had the weirdest pre-game show experience he ever yeah. had. Because yeah, the medium has changed, and the message will change. And they spent so much time talking about Bing Crosby, and I'm thinking, it's a fucking football game, guy. You know? Yeah, I mean, that guy's right. been dead yeah. forever. No, I got. I, I, no, I, no, I accept your apology. Hey, uh, let me ask a question since this is sort of uh, random talk tonight. <laughs> I don't know. Besides, when Jeff Perlman was here, when yeah, it wasn't like random, random yeah. talk. I, 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 was, I was listening, and uh, geez, Dave says he doesn't know his Skype. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and two different people immediately went. Jesus! <laughs> I want to know yeah, that. Apparently, apparently, one of those people was me. I, I'm, I'm sorry, Dave. Jesus! I think I was the one who said that you may not know your name because uh, I was the one trying to get you onto the. Right. You were helpful, but you weren't one of the ones that went Jesus. <laughs> I did not. Screw yourself, Jesus, sir. All right, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Dave. I'm was sure that Cormod? I don't know. <laughs> Remember? Is, is that poor mod? I'm not so, sure that I was, I was one of the Jesusers, but uh, I apologize I if I was. Come on and read I, mathematics so you could scream at me how boring I was, but I. I already, <laughs> I already, I already told no, no, that no. was your goal. I got to watch the Star Trek that's, with why. That's, that's not my. Uh, didn't get on in time. Yeah. So. Yeah, actually. I have a math book right here. Go ahead. Yeah. I'd like to hear about the non-Euclidean geometry, if you don't mind. Uh, well, wait, 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 wait. Let's not get started. <laughs> Jesus. 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 <laughs> I don't, I, two people said it as if it was rehearsed. I mean, I'm not bitter about it. Okay, maybe, the, maybe these two people. Well, I, I don't, now rehearse, now I Yeah, I, I don't rehearse uh, that that's not stuff that goes on in the chat. Well, now it's starting to sound like me, which is worrying. It's probably, it's probably Jesus. Well, we might have been responding to Cormod and not to you not having your... Oh, God. Hey. Well, it has a lot. No. Oh, Percentage-wise, if, you're, if yeah. you're playing the odds, yeah, that's... <laughs> Judas. <laughs> hey, wait, that's Frito. Frito. Yeah. 
I wish someone would start listening to the show and calling in who just tags themselves, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Maybe I get Jason to call in. That would be good. He was a, while. He was a lot of fun when he was here. He, he was he was kind of a, an apologist for the conservative, uh, not the conservative, like the Confederacy, which uh, <laughs> he upset some people. The Hobby Lobby thing, I think, was the only uh, conflict that I was aware of. Well, what, what happened with the Hobby Lobby thing? Just that he thought that that uh, corporations should have a right to uh, not participate in things that they don't believe in. Oh, Jesus. Oh, well, you know, I don't agree with that either, but I mean, that doesn't mean he can't be a part of the chat or anything. Oh, no, 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 bye-bye. That yeah, was bye-bye. our last, that was the last time he was with us, unfortunately. That must have been. I don't know. I could be crazy. Well, what, 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 what do you think, Dave? What do I think? Yeah, about the Hobby Lobby. About um, I don't I don't know. I mean, that's tagged into um, um, his belief in abortion, uh, you know, his feelings about abortion, which is part of his religious thing, and... Uh, you know, I, I I don't think I would kick him out of the chat if he. Oh no 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 no! Oh no! It's the. No, that's not what anyone's saying, but it's just. Uh... It's like he kicked himself out of the chat. Yeah. Well, he might have felt uh, under siege. Well, yeah, I, I I agreed with him. I think you know that people you know, if you have a business, you should be able to make your own. Uh... Yeah, whatever your business, you don't want to serve black people. Yeah. Oh, that would just hurt your business, right? I mean, you know. No, no. I mean, I mean, you do have to have laws about that sort of thing. I think. Right. Well, and that's what my argument is. It's just a legal argument, and that I think that the real thing is it's just another way of undermining Obamacare, and that's the way I view it. They're going to do anything they can not to participate. But that's why I brought up that Anton Scalia thing about the Native Americans. You know, if you if you let religion get mixed in with politics, then you're looking for anarchy. And I can't help but look at the Middle East and think maybe there's a point there. We have to just blow all those fuckers out of the world. That's right. <laughs> I, you know, I, I used to think that the people that said that really meant that. But I concluded that it's just too complicated for them to to grasp, so they just say, nuke them, nuke them. Yeah. They don't want to know a Sunni and a Shiite. And I mean, come on, even Yazidi, you know, carrying on the old Zoroastrian things, and you got the Kurds, and just... Wait, wait, who's carrying on the old Zoroastrian? Come on, Fredericks, whether you're talking about the Frubities or the Dubities, they all talk funny. <laughs> just bomb the hell out of all of them. Pakistani... Afghanistani, I, I can't stand any of them. Just, just <laughs> drop the bombs. <laughs> drop the bombs. <laughs> now I'm going to die. <laughs> oh, that's good. They weren't really bad people. They were confused. Yeah, don't, don't, don't fool yourself. There are some really horrible people that are perfectly okay with genocide, and I'm sure a lot of them are right there in Florida with you. But nuking just doesn't make sense. Even yeah. from a genocidal perspective. Yeah, truck nuts don't make sense. Land. Truck nuts don't make sense. No. The thing that squirts diesel fuel into your exhaust to billow smoke. That doesn't make sense. So this guy goes into Lowe's, and he says, I'm looking for uh, uh, the incandescent bulbs. And the guy at Lowe's says, no, we don't carry those anymore. And the guy says, why not? He says, because they're bad for the environment. 
And he, so the government has outlawed them. He said, well, I'll be jiggered. Can you show me where the asbestos insulation is? For the punchline. What's the punchline, Fredericks? Can you point me to the asbestos insulation? Oh, that was it. Yeah, that, that was the punchline, yeah. I'm laughing on the inside. Yeah. Yeah, so, so am I. I'll count myself as one of those. That second 40 hit you hard, huh? Actions have consequences, young man. Records is kind of like the Miami sound machine, except he's like the, uh... Miami sound effects machine. <laughs> that one killed. Yeah. Total. Okay, so, so you didn't like my joke. All right, I'll save that one for the next. No, 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 it was funny. I think I wasn't smart enough to follow it. Yeah, because well, a lot of people died of asbestosis because they used to put it in the insulation. Yeah, uh, I think it's, it's <clears throat> mesothelioma, I think is the thing that kills you. I think the, uh, the punchline was going to be something about thalidomide. <laughs> <laughs> the joke just ended before it got there. I'm so. working on that one. I'm working on that one. Wait, wait, did you, where did you get this joke? I can't. You wrote this joke yourself. <laughs> you got it at the Lowe's. <laughs> Buddy Hackett. <laughs> Dave, this guy had us do Mad Libs. Oh, they didn't make the cut, though. That was pretty bad. Although okay, Mike's... So you edited you edit out the Mad Libs. Yeah, so but Mike's tweet... That, that, that I actually... Participated in. That, that all of us spent... Three or four minutes working on Oh, God. It flopped. What are you going to do? That's why we have the, uh, the the scissors here to splice the tape. I, I mean, I'm surprised that Dave listens to this, these archives. Like, I don't... I would never listen to these. No, 123 people listened to the last episode. Really? Yeah, I, I, I would never, ever, ever, ever. No, if I were you, I wouldn't either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like, why would you listen to this? I've got a backlog of five or six of them that I'm going to be listening to for the next week. Because I got caught up on Doug Loves Movies. Well, well, yeah, what? I finally downloaded some uh, podcast software on my phone, and I think I'm too behind. I got people around here that listen to it. They don't want to participate in it, but they think it's fun to listen to. Okay. Yeah, why wouldn't they want to participate? I can't imagine. Why would they even want to? I mean, why would anyone want to listen? Why does anybody do anything, Cormac? I don't know. Same reason people watch the aftermath of a car accident. I I like the Friends of Tom community. So, yeah, I, I don't know about the Friends of Tom community, but right. Well, that's because you keep getting kicked out of it. <laughs> Why were you kicked out of the community? I was kicked out of the community because I made a, a, a bottle rocket joke. Something like I don't know. I'm trying to like Cormod, but the kid just keeps screwing up over and over and over again. He's like a loose cannon. What, what, what am I doing? Making fun? Oh, what, what a horrible thing to do. 
you're making potentially libelous statements on his website. Why would that bother him? Li yeah, libelous statements, things that actually happen. You were there? I wasn't there. Ah! Ah! Oh, wait a second. So so that's why I was I was I was banned from the uh, best show board. So if, if you in spite, your, in spite of your otherwise stellar behavior. Of no 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 no. But but this this was this was the the official reason um, for my being banned. <laughs> so it was a collection of things that piled up. Yeah. Basically, that was the. Uh, bottle rocket that broke the camel's right. Eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't really say. Any, I mean, I didn't say anything that bad. I mean, I got, I got in a few things with Mike. I mean, that was whatever. That shouldn't be a big deal. It's not like he's the longtime associate producer of the show and a moderator on the board. It's not like he got into a thing with somebody like that. Oh wait. This is just so what. I, I got in a little. I, I, I got it. I mean, I, Mike is uh, <clears throat> core mod. But actions have consequences, young man. <laughs> yeah, really. Because the consequences aren't really that bad. He's he's still on the fence about that one. Give him a few years. Yeah, yeah, jail time. I mean, we're, we're talking about getting getting banned from a message board. I think it's a little different. Uh, so that's not the first message board you've been banned from. No, hmm? I, I no, that's not no. what I was saying. Uh, no, clearly not. Fine. No, I, I, it's the first. Was, practically oh, we don't have question. time for all the times you got banned tonight. It's almost ten thirty, and it's getting a little boring. Just, okay. We can we can pick up on it again in the next. No, no, let's not pick up on it. I'm, yeah, that'll be. No, 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 no. It could be a regular feature. You know, it's a closing closing thing. No, I I just got I just got I just got banned and uh, it's not that big of a deal. Right? Yeah, no, I mean uh, PC Mike's still trying to get banned by Gene Simmons. Yeah. How's that going? He, he had deactivated his Twitter for a while. Oh, so sure. you took him down. Yeah. Points. No, he's going dark, waiting for the best shot. Points. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at that forum thread. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe... Maybe they should be banned. <laughs> <laughs> some, uh, some week when Mike is unable to come, if you decide to still have the show... I would like to try to make up fictional accounts of what I think Mike's week at work was like. Okay. <laughs> well, we didn't hear anything about yeah, work. Yeah, we didn't hear about work today. Well, he's yeah, terrified to say it. <laughs> I don't know where Mike is right now. Boring. <laughs> so I think we're just going to have to uh, tie up any loose ends, except for Cormods. He can leave his hanging. We'll oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I will watch a, a, a clip of Andrew Daly's review. Yes. yes. And John Oliver's show is pretty fantastic. Yes. It's awesome. Check out Garfunkel and Oates. It's fun. Yes. I, they did make me smile. Just the whole concept was 
delightful. Oh, and Dave, I did want to say one thing before we end, though. I wanted to thank you for pointing me at the bit slap. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Well, I ran into one of my old favorites, the Duck's Breath Mystery Theater. Uh-huh. And they were on the one episode I picked, the first one I picked. There's Duck's Breath, and I meant to thank you for that. That was a fine choice. Yeah, it is most frequently novelty songs with a theme, but he's got a wealth of novelty songs. I mean, he hardly ever plays anything twice, and I've probably heard 100 episodes of the show. His archives are nice, too. Yeah, I, I definitely find that a show worth listening to. I listen to uh, Mike's Skype thing. That's pretty fun. <laughs> I listen to so much of it, I'm getting sick of it. I can't wait until I get to go back to doing the old ones. Plus, I got all kinds of material that's been left out and pre-show talks with Mike. Some of them off the record, but yeah, I get disguised as voice. <laughs> These are the bonuses for the DVD, huh? Yeah, I have to split that with Mike. Can It'll we, be a, a cassette box set. Can we do a reenactment, Fredericks, where um, you have like a transcript of it and you read your part and I'll read Mike's part? Maybe. If we can find a transcriber. And like when he admitted that he saw the Ayatollah Khomeini in his, in his icon, that was great. <laughs> I Guess what I saw today. And sure enough, it was the Ayatollah. And I told him, just wait. Soon, it'll be Vince Lombardi. But we're still waiting for that big transition. Fredericks, what name do you use on Facebook? I don't have a Facebook. <laughs> I need you on Facebook. Yeah, I'd like you on Facebook too, Fredericks, to tell you the truth. Why do you want me on Facebook for? You talk about, like, interesting shit, and I, and I love, like, and I like to read the interesting shit you talk about, like, more than once a week. Oh, <laughs> and, and when questions come up that are in your wheelhouse, yes, who wants to wait a week or a week and a half to, uh, to ask how Noam Chomsky would feel about that? <laughs> hey, what if you took pictures of your questions and posted them on Instagram? And I could write my answers and take pictures of them. I don't have an I don't have a device that'll take pictures, but I do have devices that allow me to type. I see. I had an iPad. I do have an iPad. State iPad. It's an iPad One. Oh, it's probably taking your picture every 20 seconds or something, and sending it right <laughs> over to the NSA. That's how they're set up. Did you know TiVo can watch you while you watch TV? I think I'll let that be my closing thing to make you paranoid. But I think my yeah, TV yeah. is watching me now. Yeah? Is it laughing? Yeah. Right. I, I know my wife can watch me while I'm watching TV. Maybe she reports. You're watching TV while you're not watching TV. Is she wearing Google glasses? <laughs> <laughs> that people actually listen to this. I mean, well, that's why can you not get over that? Like, it, it's, just, it's just it's just shocking that, that anyone will, will want to listen to what we talk about every week. It's, well, and they uh, are edited, Cormod, so I mean, it's okay. a little fast. Yeah, well, edited plus, like, weird sound effects. So. Yeah! <laughs>
I'm trying to organize listing parties. <laughs> <laughs> listing parties? Everybody, yeah. lean, everybody lean to one side. <laughs> when I go to Nashville in October, I'm going to see if I can catch uh, go, Coke, go. Coke, Jim, or, or Pony in the store and just force them. <laughs> Is Coco going to wind up being a uh, full-on new pornographer now, or, or is she just for support? Oh, she just starts for it. She'd make a good pornographer. Yep. She's doing yeah, a good job. Yeah, she just starts for it. I got to go. Like I gotta, no. You guys kidding me? I got to work. What is this? Don't you have jobs? No, I'm a full-time student, Dave. Well, I'm something of a bon vivant, so, you know. Oh. Dr. Bon vivant. Hey, did you know what Dr. Oscar Wilde's last words were? Yeah, I've heard them before. Everyone's heard them before. Oh. I don't know. No reason to repeat them. I don't know. Either these curtains go or I go. <laughs>